You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 557. It's a short one. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Everyone to the MyMag.com podcast. This is number five. I'm powering through, dude. This is number 557. Uh, it's, a sh- number is it? it's 557. Oh, cool. Yeah, which is a long number, but it's going to probably be a shorter podcast. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah, there's which honestly, is not always a bad thing, you know. No, it's there's just like nothing going on, you know. It, it's totally. like. Everybody is holding their breath waiting for WWDC or, you know. Ah, no, they're not. They're not waiting for WWDC. They're not? What are they waiting for, Gaz? Mac stock 2015. Well, of course they are. Which And you can find out more information about Mac stock at MacStockConference and Expo.com or MacStockExpo.com or MacStockConference.com. Just like. Dot coms all over the place that'll get you there. <laughs> yeah, and we've got a coupon code that you can use. Oh, wait, wait, hold on just one second there, Mr. Gaz. Are you <laughs> telling me that we can give our listeners a code that will take even more money off the already ridiculously inexpensive price to go to MacStock in Woodstock, Illinois uh, on June absolutely. 20th? Absolutely. The early bird ticket price of $69, which it is at the moment, it'll take you down to $59 if you use the code MYMAC10OFF. That's M-Y-M-A-C, the number 10, O-F-F. Wow. Is there any, I mean, that pretty much just kills any excuse people have for not going. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, unless they it's live, gonna, it's like going to be Hawaii great, guy. I think I think this is going to be the first one of many, and it's just going to be so good to be there. The first it one. is this. I, I'm you know I, I'm still working on uh, the, the the presentation that I'm supposed to give. Thank God, it's is only that for roller coasters. Minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be uh, the the ten best roller coasters in the world because that's what everybody wants at a Excellent. Macintosh conference. Well. It, it, I'm sure that you will bring a Mac bias to that particular chat. <laughs> well, it's it's going to be fun. And, um, of course, what what's going to be even cooler, what's really going to make it great, is the fact that you and I are going to do a, a live podcast while we're there, assuming that we don't have any technical problems like we had before we started doing the show today. Yeah. And... Uh, Besides that, this is going to be like the first time you and I have even met in yeah, person. Yeah, I think uh, it's going to be a few people that I'm going to be meeting for the first time. So looking forward to it. It'll be good. It'll be good fun. And uh, everyone will have a fine old time. Yeah. And, it's not, and you know, don't think it's just like about Gaz and me. No. You've, got, you've got Allison Sheridan. You've got Chuck Joyner, Tim Robertson, Eric Erickson, Mike Potter, uh, Dave Hamilton and John Braun are, are from the Mac Geek Gap. They're going to be there. And I mean, it's, it's just, just going to be... Keel. Ju- yeah, Julie, Julie Cool. Cool. <coughs> Sorry, I knew I got it wrong. Yeah, well, it's okay, because she'll she'll give us a hard time about it later. As a matter of fact... It's Keel, not oh. cool, you podcasting fool. Okay, so it is Keel. What do I know? <laughs> yeah, looking forward to it. Anyway, not a lot has happened... Um, uh, with me and my Max this week, I love I loved saying that. You know, not a lot's happened with me and my Max. My well, Mac. Well, you know what it is, Mac podcast. Be- because but. every time that there is something going on, it just with either one of us, it just seems like mm-hmm. it's not good. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's probably good that there's nothing happening. Yeah. Um, I did. I did buy some new Sony earphones uh, this week, which I'm trialling at the moment, and uh, they're pretty good. Good sound. Really good sound out of them. So once I've given them a bit of a test, uh, I'll perhaps report back on them. But however, <laughs> you know, do, do you know the story that I have two iPhones, don't you? One which I call my rugby phone, which is my old 3GS. Yeah. Which I don't really use for you know other than making calls, sending texts, and it's got all the rugby contacts on it, and I can. It, completely ignore it and throw it in the car when I'm going to rugby, all, all that sort of stuff. And I'm not too worried about what happens to it. And I've got my iPhone 6. Well, <laughs> my boss told me the other day, uh, I've ordered your phone, a work phone. Uh-oh. I went, oh, right, okay. So I now have an iPhone 4S. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so sure when have- he said he was getting you a phone, that he had the biggest <laughs> smile on his face, like he was just doing you this... This, this yeah. great favor is he gives favor. you a two-plus-year-old phone. Yeah, yeah. 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 Thanks, boss. Yeah. So I now have an iPhone 4S and iPhone 6, which is mine, and my iPhone 3GS, which is my <laughs> And I, I rattle now when I walk. Yeah, well, it's it's talk like, about going down on on products. I, well, I've it, got more, more to carry about. It just seems like it just seems like you know all these radiation sources. You should really be kind of concerned about it. Yeah, I am feeling quite warm at the moment. Anyway, <laughs> it has absolutely nothing to do with the weather. No, no. everything to do with the radiation coming out from these phones. Mm. Anyway, shall we go we to the recent articles? Okay, good. Do you, would you like to take the first one, young uh, man? I'll take the first one there. Mr. I think you should Mr. because because guys, the one. That's right. I forgot. Oh, and you would think that because I just heard that before we started recording that I would be like n- up on it and <laughs> God, you know, I'm still getting over being sick. All right. That, that's the, I don't know how much longer I can use that excuse. Well, you still sound as though you have got the, the residues of the infection in your voice, young man. Well, I do, I do a little bit. And, uh, you know, a, a, every time I get anywhere near my wife, she, she's like, you know, oh, you you still sound like you're sick. He's like, no, I'm I'm fine. You know, this is just the 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 remnants. You know, trying to work its way out of my body, which of course means that doesn't help at all in the romance department. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, come give me a hug because I'm full of phlegm. That's just yeah. wonderful. I think anyway. we were talking about the MyMac.com. Yeah, articles. we were, we were. <laughs> Before I get myself in even more trouble. Uh, the first the first one up from MyMac.com is the Olo case. Olo case for the iPhone 6 and 6 Plus. This is a review by Bert Clanchard. This is Bert Clanchard, and I approve this message. Ah, excellent. The new Olo clip lenses for the iPhone 6 and 6 Plus are superb. See MyMac's macro 3-in-1 lens review and the 4-in-1 lens review. If you use a case on your iPhone... It must be removed before sliding the lenses into place. Good news for Oloclip fans. A new Olo case is just being introduced in two colors, gray and black, and in two sizes. So I'm guessing the two sizes are like for the 6 and the 6 Plus. Well, unless you want to really stretch and push and press yeah. and pull it on the window. You get the iPhone 6 one and you put your iPhone 6 Plus into it. Yes. Yeah, that's not a good thing to do. Perhaps go over and read the rest of the message yeah. and you might find out. Um, Expiration basics. Here we go. He did promise. Our Donnie did promise. Our did. Yoni did promise. Um, anyway, setting a screensaver on your Mac by Yoni Dankalo. Have we got one for Donnie? Donnie? Uh, no, we don't. Donnie, you need to send us one. Yes, please. Here's an old favorite. How to set a screensaver on your Mac. To set a screensaver, start by clicking the Apple in the top left hand of the screen, the Apple menu. Choose System Preferences. From the window that opens, click Desktop Screensaver. And I'm leaving it there because you've got to go over and read the article to find out more. And next up it's is... Not, that's not a Gaz's tip, by the way. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, it it, uh, it almost sounded like one. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's tip. Oh, never mind, never mind. Uh, next up is the MacAlley M Cup XL. Are, are, are we sure this is like uh, something tech? <laughs> well, we don don't. Okay, we I will. Why? Because <laughs> I am the one. This is a review. <laughs> I'm dying here. 
This is a review from Wab Bud. This is Wab Bud. Messages. We don't need no stinking messages. We are now entering the summer driving season, and it is time to reassess our automotive safety. Mac Alley is ready to help with their M Cup XL. This is a mount that sits in the cup holder in your car and secures a phone or even a small GPS unit. This item does it right. I don't know why, but I've got Dolly Parton in mind. <laughs> uh, Volo Guardian case for iPhone 6. This is a review from Bert Clanchard. This is Bert Clanchard, and I approve this message. Good. I enjoy it when you approve the messages. The Volo Guardian case for iPhone 6 is slim, rugged, and stylish. It increases the thickness of the iPhone 6 a bit, but not excessively. The frame... Volo calls it an exoskeleton. Of course is they do. <laughs> is polycarbonate, a very tough plastic most often used when strength is important. The one-piece inner lining and bezel is made of TPU, that's thermoplastic polyurethane. It is flexible and provides a comfortable grippiness along the edges. <laughs> In production, these two materials are moulded together with an antimicrobial ingredient. It weighs a mere 1.1 ounce or 32 grams. I'm amazed I got through that without messing I know. up. Any of those well, and it's just like these last couple things that we've been reading. It's this is I, I can't decide if we're talking about technology or something else. <laughs> or hand lotion. Or hand lotion, you know, or <laughs> condoms. I don't know. It just sounds like now, it's. Now, it's, now, 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 now. Guy. Guy's the one. Yeah. <laughs> and, and this doesn't help either. TechFan209, the project. Tim Robertson and David Cohen discuss Verizon buying AOL and what they really want out of the deal. Also, uh, problems with Plex, video game publishers, harsh business tactics, Sega pulling iOS games, Spotify, and Tim has a new tech project for his kids. And I have listened to this one. Now, that that's unusual sounds... because normally you haven't listened to them and I have, but oh, I you haven't, haven't you haven't? this one this time and you have. The, the project that Tim is doing, I don't want to say what it is because you, you, no. you should go and listen to this to, to TechFan209. The project that Tim is doing with his kids sounds really, really cool. And I am, and he, there's links in the show notes for TechFan209 to get all the various bits and pieces that that he's kind of putting together. It's such a cool project. And I, I'm very, very tempted to, to do it myself. I'm sorry. I laughed. I wasn't laughing at what you were talking about with Tim. I've just read the Facebook uh, bit. So we'll come to that. In a oh, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, well, if you would like to write for my Mac.com, uh, get a hold of John Nemo. His email address is Nemo at MyMac.com. Send him a sample of the way you write, and let's get your writing. Yeah, you can already tell I'm kind of winding it up because my voice is changing. Writing for the mighty, mighty MyMac.com website. Yeah. Yeah. Do you hear man? Yeah, I do. I do. And I heard the owl. Cool. <laughs> See Kill. now, and now I'm like going to like California surfer voice. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. Now there was a bit of action in G plus, but I haven't gone, ac- gone across. So I think we'll we'll let that lie for a week and probably kick it in next week. So uh, I can't believe this stat on Facebook. I, I just, know something's gone wrong. I, in it, the last two weeks, it's just uh, well, it's, it's crazy. Shot up three places. Four, four. Well, it was down at one fifty-six. Well, it was one forty-seven last week. No, 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 it was one forty-eight last week. Yeah, but it had jumped the week before. It was one fifty six, or no, one forty six. No, for, sorry, forty six. Yeah, it gone from one forty six. So it's right. one forty six. It's jumped at the four. I mean, it's at one hundred and fifty liquors. It's just incredible. Anyway, uh, it's not that incredible. Let's be honest. No. Um, and uh, do you want to read it? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. However, my wife is <laughs> is one of the ones that that likes the the mymac dot com podcast on Facebook. <laughs> And I don't really know how comfortable I am with her now being considered a liquor. <laughs> oh, sorry. There's just something. There's just something wrong there. There's something very, very wrong there. 
Now, I thought I had that sound effect somewhere. Anything can happen in the next half hour. I'm going to have to try to find uh, it. Yeah, any, well, no, don't worry. Um, Twitter stuff. Apparently, Jody posted a pic of herself as Supergirl. Yeah, uh, it was a, a picture she took. Um, well, she didn't say what the exact time frame was. Um, <laughs> I bet. I bet it was awesome. It was. It was awesome. Oh, you didn't see it? No. No. Oh, you when, should. When, you was should... It, when, was, when was it posted? Because I've been a bit offline for the last two or three days. Uh, let's see. It was three days ago from today, which is Sunday, May 17th. Yeah, and you mate, notice I, I have mate. not said what her last name is because no, no, no. Leave it, leave it there. That I, I, I think actually I might have missed it because I've, I've kind of been off offline. But there you go. Anyway, anyway. Yeah, it's it's a great picture. It really is. Um, and I guess uh, that's it for for this I, part of the show. I think it is. We did say it was going to be quite short, so uh, let's keep to uh, the program. Cool. So should people stand by? Uh, stand by. Uh, just stand by, because, uh, we'll be, uh, right back. I'm Elisa Pasali. I'm Suze Gilbert. I'm Vicki Stokes. And we're the three geeky ladies. You could be watching Hoarders. Or you could be reading Fifty Shades of Grey. You could be ghost hunting. Or you could be listening to the three geeky ladies. So put down that book, shut off the TV, and turn on your iPod. And listen to the three geeky ladies. Find us on iTunes under the Stoplight Network. The My Mac Podcast. Be grateful, it's just once a week. Hi everyone and welcome to the second section of this week's Mighty My Mac Podcast number 557. Crikey, these numbers, they keep going up, don't they? Just incredible. Yeah, we, we may have to switch to like seasons, except you know, <laughs> season one, 560 shows. Season two, four. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. Um, now, as we said, things are a little quiet at this uh, point in time. However, a few things have been going on, and I think I've kind of mentioned this before in a roundabout sort of way, although not exactly directly. Um, but we've kind of hinted that we wonder whether Apple are kind of moving away from the, the semi um, – I'm not going to call us semi-pros, but the high, you know, the high above average user. Let's put high, it that way. Well, a high-end user. That's, that's fine. A high-end user. I suppose that's a fair enough. Uh, yeah. You know. uh, do, do Apple really care about us anymore, Guy? Do you think, you know, they produce their stuff. They're looking to get turnaround. They just want, uh, you know, they want numbers out there. That's all they're looking for. They just want numbers. We can deal with it ourselves. They don't care about us. If the software goes wrong, we'll get it fixed. You know, and... The bits that break actually only affect us anyway. What do you think? Am I am I being paranoid? Um, I don't think you're being paranoid, but I, I don't necessarily um, agree with with that statement. I, I think that Good. The, I think they do care about the the higher end users. Not I don't think I, where I you know if I was going to pick a segment of users that Apple has seemingly abandoned. I would say it would be the, the almost the entire professional market that y- you look at uh, what's happened with their their pro machines and, and their pro software, and it just seems like the people that use that kind of software are leaving in drones for other applications and other platforms. But in, in but in ignoring those, are they not missing out on you know ourselves as well? Because a lot of that software filters down to us because there's software which they produce for the pro market, which actually um, I could imagine, like Final Cut Pro, for example, when it was was $1,000, it was a completely and utterly aspirational piece of software for the likes of you. 
Yeah? Yes. Whereas now, it's actually in reach. Now, I don't know whether you've got Final Cut Pro. No. But it's actually, but it <laughs> is actually in, it is actually in reach of, of us now. However, if they're ignoring it, not putting as much in, which I'm not saying they are, because actually with Final Cut Pro, I think they are slowly putting stuff in. Um, uh, and it's getting back to the sort of um, cracking software that uh, it was, because they did make some changes, I believe. Um, but, but in doing that, are they, are they just kind of ignoring the middle ground a little bit? I, I just kind of get that feeling. I'm, I'm hearing lots of, not lots of complaints, but a, f- a few more hiccups than perhaps we were um, used to, or have we always got them and we've just swept them under the, uh, under the carpet in the past? Uh, I, I think f- that a lot of these types of problems were there, was there before. Um, I don't know, did you ever use Final Cut Pro 7? No, no. It's it's for me even at two hundred. Well, I think it's now about three hundred pounds in the Mac App Store, but it's still it's still semi aspirational for me. I I don't think I'd ever uh, go that far. But to be perfectly honest with you, I, I'm not that happy with iMovie. I don't think. You no, know, if, I don't if, use iMovie. No, I, I think that I think they 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 have lost the ball on that. To be honest, yeah, the, honest the interface. You know, it, it it's almost <laughs> like they had all this great beginner software. And we yeah. talked about some of this last week with iLife. Uh, you had iDVD, uh, which granted is certainly not as important as it used to be. Because, I mean, how many people are actually still burning CDs and DVDs? You know, I don't really think there's that many anymore. Uh, you've got or you had uh, the, the, the software that allowed you know, everyone and their grandmother to create websites with iWeb. You had um, the kind of original way that that iMovie worked where everything was very very visual and it was drag and drop simplicity and you know other things along that even even GarageBand which has has changed quite a bit with with the latest iteration of it um has become less friendly so it, it it's it's almost like they've left uh, now, the super uh, high end behind and haven't really done much in the way of keeping the and I don't want to I, I don't want this to sound condescending, but the you know the the super low end user behind as well. And a, but a thought just struck me: have have they actually? We the Luddites have changed the software to move forward, and is it the fact that we are so you know as being users for such a long time and got so used to the older software? Uh, are we the Luddites? in the pack now thinking, well, they've got them changed it all. I don't like it anymore. But actually new users coming along, that's their first uh, reaction with the interface and the first taste. And they kind of like it. And that's why Apple have moved on because that's what Apple do do that. Of course they, they say, right, we're cutting that out. Think of the floppy disk. Think of the, um, the, uh, the spinning disk, um, CDs, DV drives, you know, all of it's going away. Drives. Optical drives gone away. Perhaps they're doing the same with software. Perhaps, you know, perhaps, perhaps I'm the Luddite here. Um, and I don't mind if you say that I am. No, no. The, my, my feelings on this are, are decidedly mixed. The, 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 the Apple has to make changes to their software in order for it to work properly with the versions of the operating system that, that they're coming out with, with the one exception being, you know, everyone's most hated piece of software, which is iTunes. Um, you know, if, if anything, <laughs> instead of making all these changes to GarageBand and iPhoto and all these other ones, for God's sake, do something, something, anything with iTunes, because it's a, iTunes is, is just a mess. Uh, but I, that wasn't really where I wanted to go. Um, what Apple has been doing slowly but surely as time has gone on is they have taken these iconic programs that are, are most associated with the Apple brand, things like iMovie and Final Cut and GarageBand and iPhoto and, you know, I mean, all of these applications. And as they have made changes to... You know, really essentially, and you know, let's throw in pages and, and numbers and, and keynote in this, in this mix as well. They're making changes, not so much for the sake of changes, but 
to move the platform forward. And it's not necessarily the platform that you see in front of you. That's not necessarily the target. It could be the next one down the road, especially when you look at, at what they did with um, uh, the iWork suite, Put, putting almost all of it online and taking out a lot of the features that that program had in order to make it possible for those applications to be online. And then little by little, putting that functionality back in as they're able to kind of, you know, blend it and mix it and, and make it on, and make it work, make it unlineable. How's that? How's that for yeah. a word? Unlineable. That's fun. That's fun. Dabby dozy. <laughs> what a great word that is. <laughs> well, so I don't think it's a word to be honest. But no, they, no, but I'm making it up um, as I go along. I think we both do. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, it's frustrating, though. I, I, I yes. especially when you're talking about, you know, all of the stuff that they change, especially recently with with iPhoto going to photos, and you know, everyone that that heard your rant last week on this show, and then listened to, and if you haven't listened to the, um, let's talk Apple. April or is it April or May? The, the, yeah, the, April. The April edition of Let's Talk Apple from Bart Bouchotts, make sure that you go and you download that. That was a very, very lively discussion <laughs> between you and Alice. As a matter of fact, I, I was listening to um, the NoSillaCast from last week, and Allison had actually referenced the, the online discussion that continued after Let's Talk Apple was over between you and her. Yeah, it was. I it, she did. She did. And, and uh, I mean, I think. Um, I think she's going to be hiding from you in Woodstock. No, she, absolutely <laughs> not. And that's most definitely that most definitely will not happen. I know. I know. Most. <laughs> but it was. It, it is an interesting, and it, I, I think what it highlights is the different views that people can have because of their perceptions of the company that they're dealing with. Yeah. And my perception of Apple at the moment is they're just, they're not money grabbing, but they are grabbing that middle ground of users, which they need, which is a surprise to me because I don't think they're that worried about keeping the shareholders happy. Yes, no, of course I they don't are. Think they are. They are worried about keeping the shareholders happy. That's a silly thing to say that they're no, not. No, actually, However, I don't, but, but, I don't well, think me, they care. Well, no. Well, let me just finish. Yes, they do, guy. Yes, they do. They they have to care. Let's, but it, it you know it's their responsibility to care. So they will have to care. But I, it's it's always struck me, and with the money they've got and the power that they've got behind them, it's always struck me that they don't have to worry about them quite as much as other companies perhaps do. Um, I've been in several companies, and they absolutely panic. When you know the quarterly results are coming up, and you know it's the, the the profit margins aren't quite the same. Whereas I do get the the impression with uh, Apple that they you know it'll be what it'll be because we've got a plan and we're working to that plan. Exactly. So that's, what, that's what surprises me, and the only thing that puts me off making the statement that they don't care about people and they're just going for you know all of the users. But also, I'm just wondering whether they are rushing to get those users on their platform first because of the wider picture moving forward, that if you can tie somebody into a platform fairly early, they generally stay. It's like banks, isn't it? You start with a bank. I'm still with the bank that I I pretty much, I, in fact, I changed. I was with one bank and I changed fairly early on. And then since then, I mean, we're talking like 16, 17, and I've been with the same bank ever since. It's very difficult to make sure, you know, for, for you to move stuff over. It's not impossible. In fact, recent legislation in the UK, they're trying to make it much simpler and much easier. And But I wonder whether Apple are thinking, you know, we've got to be in the right space at the right time. And if that means we have to cut some corners to get there, then we're going to do it because we will fix it and we know that they'll fix it, uh, whatever it is that they need to fix. Um, you know, it, it's like at the moment with the with the watches and the availability of products. I'm hearing a lot of people saying, "Why have Apple got stores? Because you go in there and you can't 
damn well buy anything. Well, it's not quite that bad, of course. That's but that is. Well, but there was the, a reason but, with the problems with the watch. Well, yeah, but the but uh, no. Well, now hang back, hang fine. Okay. You go into an Apple store at the moment, you can't buy a watch. No. You go into an Apple store at the moment, you can't buy the new MacBook Air. Right now, people's perception, if they are looking for either of those two products, is well, Apple's never got anything in stock. Now, that's the wrong impression, but it's the impression that they'll walk away with. And the impression I've got at the moment is they, they do seem to be going for not the lower-end users, but they are, they are cutting corners to try and get as much of their product out into the marketplace as they possibly can. That's just, you know, that's my impression at the moment. Well, I think, I think almost any company... Yes, but what I said before was I don't think Apple needs to do that and they're not the sort of company that worries about doing that, whereas at the moment they seem to be. And I'm just trying to work out my own mind whether it's because they think they need to be there for the future. They're not, working, they're not too worried about the, the shortcomings of now because they need to get there in the future because of um, tying people in uh, to a particular ecosphere. Yeah, but I think the, the the changes that they're making is more along the lines of not so much tying people into the ecosphere, but tying the ecosphere into the products that they're going to release. And you know, with with Apple, it's it's typically been if you release a product and it's a product that works reasonably well or or pretty darn close to what you know people either people's perception of how that product is supposed to work or what, how Apple said that product is supposed to work, that the users will, will show up, that, that people will buy the products. However, you end up, you know, we're in a sort of a, a transition period right now with Apple because you have, you know, almost the death of the company in the 90s and then between the iMac and the iPod, kind of the, the, the resurrection of the company. And then the, sec, the real second coming of the company was when the iPhone was released. And now we're at the point where it's like, okay, well, we've got phones, we have tablets, we have watches, we have computers, we have software, we have you know all of these different pieces that are supposed to work together. And sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. And the, 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 the problem is, is that perception becomes reality. And the more and more people say things don't work the way that, that they feel that they're supposed to, other people that aren't necessarily on the platform might hold off because they're saying, well, it's, it's not working the way it's supposed to. So, it, yeah. it, but, so Apple, I think, is, is taking their time in releasing some of these products and even – even to the point where where some people might even call them crippled, you know, case in point, photos, case in point, uh, the new releases of well, of the iWork suite. But being, they're being, working. Being, they're working yeah, being, toward an end yeah, well, goal. I've got to stop now. I've got to stop you there because I'm being an Allison here. Allison <laughs> would definitely jump in and say, "Photos isn't crippled." And no, I it is what it, it is. It isn't crippled. It, it has been restricted because they haven't added some of the things which I feel they've taken away, because that, that's the discussion that we were having in the wording. Um, but they to, 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 to stop that argument kicking in again, um, there are certain... Because I'm using photos. I don't feel it's crippled, but I do feel that they have taken stuff out, or if they haven't taken stuff out, they haven't put it back in at Not this yet. point, which I feel is a great restriction. And I think I said on the show, on the Let's Talk Apple show, I'm really, really disappointed. And when I'm disappointed about that, I hear people saying they haven't got the watches in store. We know why they haven't got the watches in store at the moment. We're perfectly got that reasoning behind us. But the perception... And also this new MacBook Air that people keep talking about is supposed to be beautiful. You go in and that's not in store either. What, what's going on? And it's just little bits like that which I think I feel, you know, are perhaps giving the wrong perception of this great company. Yeah, you know, things, things will change and the, the, the supply will catch up with demand. Um, the, you know, if there's one thing... First impressions, guy. First impressions. Well, yeah, but maybe. But at the same time, 
you know, just because you're disappointed with photos doesn't mean you're going to rush out and buy a Windows machine. Too um, late. I, I well, bought into the ecosphere. Well, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> or if if somebody, you know, but on, on the other hand, if somebody is disappointed with uh, Windows 8.1 as an operating system, they look around and they say, well, what other choices do I have? And they say, well, well there's, there's the Mac. And well, I, I mean, disagree. If you look at the adoption rate of OS X since the release of Windows 8.1, it has gone up, 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 up. Whereas Windows uh, Windows share has been has been dropping down. PCs on the whole I, I would, have been I dropping would like down. I, they have, but I would like to see those figures because when you look at the numbers, I think it's still pretty much insignificant. Well, yeah, but you have to remember that Apple was starting from a, a, a market share of like 2% in the late 90s. And now, and, and I'm talking about the U.S., uh, the last market share numbers I saw for the U.S. was like 12 to 13%. And when you're talking about the numbers, of, I mean, you would think, okay, well, they went from 2% to 12%, big deal. But when you're looking at a market that's as big as personal computers, it is a big deal. It's it's huge, and these these numbers it's not limited to just the United States. Uh, use of Apple products in even in China is exploding, and that's become like uh, outside of the United States the very most important market that Apple has right now. Which makes me think they're concentrating on that market and they're cutting corners to get it. I don't think it's so much a, a question of cutting corners as you know, it's kind of like what I was saying when, when we started this conversation is that, that Apple has an end game and that end game may not involve uh, Yosemite or whatever, the, even whatever the, the next version of the OS is going to be called, but the one after that. Um, I know that there has been some talk as far as naming conventions goes, that Yosemite being 10.10, that, you know, they said, well, they should go to 11. And I don't necessarily, I actually put out a tweet about this. It was like, you know, when you look at how OS 10 is branded, the number 10 after OS 10 is irrelevant. It it doesn't really matter. Uh, They could go to OS 10 version two from here and you know, start to incorporate some of the other bits and pieces uh, from their mobile world, from uh, the, their television offerings, and you know, and that's something that we haven't really discussed that much. Is what's what's coming up next in in the TV market? Because there's lots of rumors going on about that right now, and fortunately, we're not a rumors show. But we're we're everybody's just kind of holding their breath to see what Apple's going to do next because. At least for now, kind of like what Sony was in the 80s and 90s, the rest of the industry seems to follow Apple's lead right now. So I'm, I'm willing to, you know, to, to, to hold off and, and, and not get too you know, angsty about some of what, you might, what some people might consider to be you know, wrong moves as far as software or hardware goes. Because I, I know that, that in the relative near future, in you know three to four years, that there is a goal and that Apple is working toward that goal. And because they are really the only technology company in the game today that controls uh, both the hardware and the software side of it, that gives them advantages over almost every other company that's out there. They can, Which they, I, and they I, also I control think- the message. I think, yeah, which I think is what I said. I said that I think that you disagree that they're cutting corners. I think they have been cutting corners to get to the long game. And that's the thing in this discussion which came up in my mind. That, And I think I said it earlier in the discussion that they're doing something because they've got a long game. But I think en route, they may well, in my mind, have been cutting corners. Well, I, I think where where we're disagreeing is the term cutting corners. Um, if it's not really cutting corners, if it's functionality that you can't include. Hang on, no, stop there. Stop there. All right, stop there. All right. It's back also to perception. Perception is reality. People's perception can change according to what 
how they're being approached or how they're approaching the company and what they're seeing. And at this point in time, I have a slight perception that they're cutting corners to get to their end game. Now, you, you've got a slightly different perception, and I'm sure lots of people listening to this will also have a slightly different perception. No, they have the same perception and, that I do. <laughs> hang on a minute. <laughs> hang on a minute. Because... Guy's the one. Exactly. Exactly. Huh. And yeah. I cool. thought... Anyway. I thought it was think, because, oh, damn, damn, damn. Guys, you are absolutely what? right. There we go. <laughs> I, yeah, I think we could bat this table tennis ball across the table for a lot longer. <laughs> okay. Um, cool. Yeah, but we'll let it go. We'll let it go, I think, at, at that. Um, good discussion. There, you know, Gaz and I, we're not joined at the hip. We're, we're going to have differences of opinion. And, you know, the fact that I'm right and he's wrong has absolutely nothing to do with it. Guy's the one. Yeah, see, guy's the one. But, yeah, but then we still come back to... Gaz, you are absolutely <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, take, take, take any, any listeners, we know that you go over to Google Plus pages. Uh, I think I'm going to be interested to see what you've got to say about that. This yeah, and, and please use all the various ways that uh, that you have of contacting us you know and this it, you might even want to call that whatever the hell that skype number is no right? no don't do it don't do it just take us out guy okay <laughs> everyone please stand by to stand by and we'll be oh hey we'll be right back wrong guy oh just thinking about how much i miss the MacWorld expo the fun the sense of community the presentations the people giving out great information about what's going on in the mac world the candy apples and roller coasters candy apples and look guy i can't address this weirdness about nausea inducing rides but you can get the rest of all of that at the MacStock Conference this summer near Chicago. The MacStock Conference? Yeah. It's being held in Woodstock, Illinois on June 20th, 2015. There will be great presentations by Alison Sheridan of the No Silicast podcast, Mike Potter from the For Mac Eyes Only podcast, Chuck Joyner from Mac Voices, Tim Robertson from TechFan, Eric Erickson, Julie Kuhl, and appearances by a lot of other well-known Mac podcasters and journalists. That sounds fantastic. I wish I was giving a presentation there. Uh, I actually believe you are, Guy. I am? I wonder what it'll be on. Hopefully not roller coasters. No promises. We should get the word out about this. Well, I think this is where Mike Potter jumps in and tells us all about it. Hey, everyone. Come to the MacStock Conference and Expo on June 20th in Woodstock, Illinois. It's going to be a day of community and information for Mac and Apple users unlike anything else out there. Easy to get to, inexpensive, and packed full of the people you know and love from the independent Apple press. Just go to MacStockExpo.com for more information. If you sign up soon, there's great discounts off the regular admission price. Remember, that's the MacStock Conference and Expo at MacStockExpo.com. Like two strategically shaved gorillas, the G-Men on the MyMac podcast. You know that sound back in the best play. Hey, 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 hey. And welcome everyone to the last section of the MyMac.com podcast. Yeah, and I'm looking at the time here, guys. This show might yep. not be as short as we thought it was gonna be. Well, let's crack on then. Okay. <laughs> and well, if it is long, what are we gonna do? Just leave it. Just leave it? Anything we, else we, we might say, do? We we didn't say this podcast is a short one. We just said it's a short one. Ah, well, you see, I'm I'm trying to steer you toward a particular action. What of nodding my head? Exactly. Hit it. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. It's time for Gases tip. Snap guides in pages are awesome, but sometimes you just want to override that snap action. It's easy. 
just press and hold the command button whilst moving the item and you're overwrite the snap action. Easy peasy, you see. Now, I've got another quick one. Press Shift, Option and Command and V, which I think I've mentioned this before. If you've copied text of any sort from a particular place and you want to paste and match the style of the document where you're putting it into Shift, Option, Command and V. And it works in pages and other documents like text, edit, nods head. Ah, hold on. I was just trying it out. I didn't quite have soundboard ready. Hit Sorry. It. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's Tips. Beep, 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 so beep. Did you try it out? Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> yeah, but you copied it from the place where it's already with that style. Oh. <laughs> you nincompoop. I am a nincompoop. <laughs> I'm so confused. If you paste, you copy. Let's go go to any other web page, copy some text, and then paste it in with Control Shift. Um, what do I say? Shift um, Option Command and V, and it'll paste it in the same format. Okay, let's do. Let's pa- try that. Mainly in pages and text. Well, do we could could we just not move on, please? Well, no. I see now. I have to try it. So here we go. We got that. Do it in pages. Do it in pages. I am. It's, it's right here, right in front of us. Let's see. Beep, 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 beep. There we go. Screencast Online was formed in 2000. Oh, wow. I did that a bunch of times. <laughs> yes, you did. That was really kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> why would I do that? That's just dumb. I don't know. I don't know why you'd do that. Oh, why do I do half the things that I do? It's so confusing. Have you got a pick? I do have a pick. Um, Gaz... <laughs> Have you ever had an iPod that had a bunch of stuff on it that you didn't have in iTunes and you were afraid that if you connected it up, you were going to lose it all? Mm, yes. Okay. Well, I have got... Not really, not really uh, but I thought it'd be better if I said yes. Yeah, thanks. That's, that's a great lead-in for it. Uh, for, for those kinds of people that have uh, old iPods with, with content on it that, you know, you, you, for whatever reason, you don't actually have it in the iTunes in order to transfer that, that stuff, you, you, you have to somehow get it off of that iPod without allowing it to sync up and erase it. Well, there's a program called pod trans. It's from iMobi, I M O B I E. And it will allow you on an iPhone or an iPod or really any iDevice and get off, um, I don't think applications, but uh, music, video, uh, audiobooks, you know, all the, the, the typical stuff as far as content goes that you would have on an iDevice. Save it to your computer and then you can go ahead and, and if, you know, for those bits that you want, drop it into uh, iTunes. Uh, I actually had somebody at work that has, I'm looking at it right now. It's an, it's like a, it's an iPod nano. I think it's like the first gen iPod nano. It still has like the click wheel and stuff. It's, it's really, really old, but she hadn't, she hadn't taken off or saved all of her, her stuff that she had in iTunes before she started a new computer and then put iTunes on it and realized that she couldn't just drag and drop that content from her old iPod into iTunes. So that's when she came to me and I found this program. I or pod trans by iMobi. And there's also a pro version that does like audio conversions and, and a few other tricks, but the free version will do all the stuff I just talked about. Excellent. Good stuff. Um, I've got a pick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, this comes with the usual caveats that come along with an Angry Birds title, i.e. adverts in a lot of cases. Um, But I have found myself playing the series again. Um, And one that I didn't have, um, which I've pulled and it's free and I've been playing, is Angry Birds Star Wars 2. Uh, we put a link into the show notes. Yeah, the you pig, know what, the you pig know what strike you, back. If, if you don't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know 
what an Angry Birds is about, then just go over and get it. And it's one of those games that you can't put down until you've completed it. And you've completed it with three stars everywhere and you've found all the little jewels, etc., etc. Angry Birds, Star Wars number two. Go and get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's an angry is that an bird. owl? Yeah, is that an owl. owl? Is it an owl? Yeah. Or is it a kestrel? Oh, I don't know. Uh, it's a kestrel. <laughs> kestrel. Kestrel. Go on, guy. Let's move on. Okay. Um, we don't have a people's pick this week. Sad face. Yeah, and uh, nobody has said anything about iTunes reviews because I can't check them without hitting every single store in the world, which I'm not going to do. So if, uh, for, if you do an iTunes review for the, the MyMac.com podcast, you really, 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 really need to let me know about it. So number one, I can talk about it here on the air. But number two, and this is something we haven't talked about in a couple of weeks, you get something back from me for doing an iTunes review. And that something you get back is it, it's so rare and so wonderful that I can't imagine why even people that don't listen to this podcast don't do iTunes reviews for the My Mac podcast. <sighs> yeah, but anyway, if you do if you do a review in iTunes for this podcast, I will send you what is what we have called a woo T and it's big W big O big O big T little I little E. And it is something amazing. And you really, really need to see one, but the only way to get one <laughs> is to do an iTunes review. Unless you get on the show and I send you one for that, or you do something else that's like wonderful. And I send you one, but the easiest way is the iTunes review. And <laughs> God, I'm oh, so losing grief. it. If, oh. if, if you've done Will it. you get on with it? I'm trying. I'm trying. Uh, if you would like to contact Guy. me. Yeah. Guy. Stupid boy. I am. I am. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. Uh, you can contact me. I have an email address. It is guy at mymac.com. And I am on the Twitters. I, I'm like I'm like a, a teenager because I'm, I'm like so socially connected but without hair. And my Twitter name is Mac Parrot. How, how could those teenagers get a hold of you, Gaz? And should they? Uh, they, they shouldn't, <laughs> and they can't. Mm. But if they oh, wanted to. Right. All right, okay. Uh, email gaz at mymac.com, G-A-Z at that? mymac.com, or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G-A-Z-M-A-Z. A guy and Gaz on the Twitters as well. That's G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. Uh, we also have another email option, which is feedback at mymac.com. And we have a Skype number. Yeah. If you call this, you know, and, you know. Yeah, sure you know, we do. If it's a good one, you might get a wooty for this as well. Anyway, it's <laughs> area code. Sorry, no, it's Skype. Plus one, area code 703-436-9501. That number in full again. Plus one, if you're outside the United States of America. 703-436-9501. It's a wonderful number. And why aren't you guys calling it? I just don't understand it. I think, you know, at this point, I think it's just, it, it's, it's a collective thing. All of the people that listen to this show have gotten together outside of doing something great like MacStock and said, okay, we're all in agreement. We will never, ever, ever call that Skype number, which is plus one seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. Do you know, Guy? What? I think oh. we're good enough. You didn't say thank you to everybody. You say thank you to everybody then. Okay, thank you all for downloading the MyMac.com <laughs> podcast. Oh, I know this this week has been has been kind of weird, but the second part was really good. Um, the f- first part, <laughs> this part. What do you say? The I don't know what I'm saying. Rubbish. Oh, well, <laughs> not rubbish, but. Oh, every show is better than the next one. Exactly, exactly. And I think we're starting to hit that bell curve. You know, it's, it's, we crested, man. We crested a long time ago, and now it's right downhill. So thank you all for, for sticking with us. 
you know, even when we're so off our game, we don't know what the hell we're talking about. We do appreciate it. Okay, Gaz, go. I think we're good enough, smart enough, and <laughs> doggone it. People like us, you I, know. They do. They, they do. do. It's so confusing. Anyway, see Mora Fowana ni Mahita Zavatra Maba. Hirasaka Mumbi ni Isan. Wow, that's tough. Ink. Isan Kerinandro Sigaz Sigai. Mitanjaka Dihi Mendrika ni Vahi Vavi Tio ni Tangoro Noho ni Lots of knees here Izaka Isan Kerinandro Open bracket Malagasy, which is not the art of making burritos by someone named Mali. Close bracket. And I'm going to say, end. (laughs) Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can find lots of other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network, like Four Pigs, The Bell Tolls, Geekiest Show Ever, International Film Club, Let's Talk Podcasts, The Casual Heroes Podcasts, Tech Fan, The Deeper Look, The Mac Gist, Nintendo Club Podcast, and Three Geeky Ladies. Guy's the one. Is is that saying Guy's the one? Yes. (laughs) Where did you get that from? I'm not telling you. It was on a play. Okay, well, I just... I, I just started recording, so you have to do that one again. Okay. Guy's the one. I am the one. <laughs> I'm so happy about being the one. Guy's the one. See? <laughs> well, for, well, for her at least. Yeah. Yeah, this is the way I feel right now. <laughs> so yeah. And then the snorting starts. <laughs> God, what was that from? Um, oh, did you ever see this movie? It was called um, Kung Pao. Kung Pao, no. Where it it's basically the um, oh god. Um, did you ever see any of the Thumb movies? The guy that made like the the takeoffs of movies, but like interposed people's faces on thumbs. Oh, some of them, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is the same guy that did uh, like the Jimmy Neutron cartoon. If you've ever seen that one, the three yeah. D yeah. kind of cartoon. Yeah. Well, he did this. He he basically took uh, a really really bad um, like kung fu movie mm-hmm. and put himself in it and like changed all the dialogue and and you know it, there's just all this this weird crap. Where yeah he, he he's born and uh, the bad guy comes in kills his family but he manages to escape even though he's just a baby rolls down a hill and there's this woman who's who like comes across him as a baby you know sees him rolling down the hill picks him up and says oh a baby goes to the other side of the road where the hill continues and says okay bye bye and pushes him down the other side of the hill <laughs> but at one point at one point um. Somebody says something funny and one of the characters starts laughing and, and he's doing this snort as he's laughing. And the bad guy is like, oh, and then the snort, the snorting starts. But it's called Kung Pao. It, it's if you ever I don't even know if it's like on Netflix or anything, but it's 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 kind of it's pretty funny. What the hell's that guy's name? See, now I got to find out. I don't know why I'm just weird that way. In so many other ways. Kung Pao. Enter the Fist. Yeah, Kung Pao, Enter the Fist. That was the name of the movie. Cool. Oh, I didn't know there was actually a sequel. Oh, that's kind of scary. Steve Oderkirk. Uh, says, writer-director Steve Oderkirk acquired the little-known 1976 Hong Kong karate flick, Savage Killers then seamlessly blended portions of the film with new material that he has directed to create a wild off the wall comedy feature film. Odekirk wrote, directed and stars in enter the fist, placing himself digitally into the old film, redubbing the characters as well as shooting new scenes. Yeah. Sorry. I'm just, I'm just looking at something at the moment. 
while you're talking about that. <laughs> and, and not listening. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say I'm not listening. Oh, I'm, not, I'd, not I'd caring? Say, no, no, I'd say I'm not listening that hard. Ah, okay. <laughs> it's, it, you're, it's like listen-ish kind of thing. Guy's the one. Yeah. <laughs> no, after that, he's not. Damn it. I can't find it. It's just wrong. I'm in a cough. Damn it. Oh, wait, I found it. There's something wrong with us. Something very, very wrong with us. There it is. What do you call it? That's from, it just says something, it's something wrong. And it's from Stripes, the movie Stripes. Oh, man, maybe I am still sick. (laughs) You could be feeling dizzy. Telephone is ringing. Oh, it's still connected too. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> and, for, and for whatever reason, it did not. It did not. Uh, oh, look! Ah. Can you believe that? <laughs> that is incredible. That is like that is absolutely incredible. I had just picked it up to take the battery out. <laughs> uh, what kind of timing is you know that's that's like twilight zone spooky. scary that's spooky that is yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting worried about myself now <laughs> next thing you know you're going to see me in a suit with a short haircut going there's a telephone <laughs> in the twilight zone <laughs> you know when we you said we weren't joined at the hip i yeah. think that's completely wrong now 